once I had two or three of them, then you can't just have two or three, you know. So then I just start looking around for them too, and uh, and it just grows, and sometimes it gets out of hand. But what is it about the wind-up toy? Why that particular type of toy? Well, they're simple. They have no batteries. They they um, have um, very funny movements sometimes. Uh, just the different things that they can do, like a, a soldier crawling on his belly with a with a gun, or or there's inchworms, or camels, or dogs, or elephants, or just all sorts of different animals that uh, very colorful. And people, when they play with them, sometimes they'll break. I mean, toys break. That's kind of their nature. And people look horrified when when they uh, they break because they think that they've done something wrong. And I'm like, you know, it's a toy. It's 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 just, you know, I've got more. <laughs> so it's not a big deal when they break. Do you have a compulsion to collect? I, I don't know. I don't think it's a comp- compulsion. It's just something that makes me happy. Something that makes me smile when I see them. My dad came to Wisconsin. He lives in Alabama. I would take him to various different places. And one year we went to the Spinning Top Museum. It was kind of interesting. I don't really have a whole lot of tops, but they had lots of different toys. My favorite part of that trip was getting to watch my dad play with toys. You know, because I've never seen him in that that state before. He's always been rather businesslike and rather, you know, dad-like and very conservative and and there I got to see that kid side of him, which was really, really a lot of fun. So there's something that I bought at that museum, and that I cherish, too, just because of that whole experience. But, but I have to say, there is something everywhere when I look at this house. There is something of collecting-type vibe everywhere. There's a dude over there with the beer in his hand flipping eggs. There's a Rubik's Cube ashtray and lighter set. There's all kinds of stuff everywhere. Where's Pee Wee? Very top, uh, above there, and all the, and then I have Pee Wee's Playhouse down there in the bottom. Oh, you do. <laughs> do you have to have all the people from Pee Wee's Playhouse, or is it okay to just have some of them? It's okay to just have some of them. I, I do have. I don't have the full set. I think I got this from my mom as well because she also was a collector. In her day, she had probably three or four hundred snowmen. I know it. And also she would have probably about 400 nutcrackers. Holy smokes. Exactly. So she she kind of started me with that habit of collecting, I suppose. Do you think part of this is sort of an, an easy way to have to introduce yourself? Maybe it takes a little bit of the pressure off of you having to introduce yourself to people. I've never thought of it that way, but I think you're probably right. I mean, you look at this house... And it just screams me. I mean, there's no, I, I, when I go to other people's houses, I don't see things like this. I think I see something that is very traditional or something in, in magazines that you would find. But you would never find a bathroom like mine that has horror as the main theme, where you have a screaming bath mat and a, a shower curtain that looks like Norman Bates' mother with a dagger. And then there's knives hanging from the ceiling and blood dripping and monsters on the, on the walls and things like that. So other people have seashells and butterflies, and I have horror from my bathroom. So it's just me. I mean, every part of this house, you can see a little bit of me in it, in some aspect. Do you have a strong connection with each object in here? Not always. Not always. Some, some of them, um, like things that are given to me, sometimes 
people will give me 20 or 30 wind-up toys. And there may be two or three of them that I really like out of there, but the rest of them are kind of like, yeah, it's a toy, you know, and it's something I didn't have, so I'll put it in the bowl. But um, uh, there are definitely some that I could part with easily without any, without any thought. Like there was a friend that came over, and she fell in love with a crab toy. And I said, well, here, you just have it. And she was like, are you serious? She could not believe that I'd just give her a toy. And I was like, well, why not? I've got, I've got about 400 more, you know, it's no, it's no big deal. And so, but she, she treasures it, you know, she still plays with it. And she tells me about that. She, she winds it up and has it attacking all kinds of things. And so, but, uh, and that's the joy of it. I mean, that's what, just having people enjoy them and sharing as much fun as I do with them. I mean, I do really enjoy the mechanism. I guess I've always liked to tinker with things and to fix things. And so when, especially when wind-up toys are broken, I can usually kind of fix them. Um, there's also certain maintenance that has to go on with wind-up toys, with silicone and keeping the, the gears and everything all kind of lubricated and such. But, but just watching their mechanism and uh, setting up little scenes with with wind-up armies or stuff like that i don't know it's just, it sounds like i'm a little kid but i kind of still am a little kid do you see a problem with that no i i'm 53 years old but uh i uh i think that growing up is overrated for w-o-r-t i'm jonifer fields